What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, today is kind of like a holiday for those of us who use Spotify. And that's because, hang on one second. Sorry, my headphones became unplugged. <laughs> and that's because <laughs> the streaming music app released everyone's Spotify Wrapped, which is the yearly recap that breaks down your musical taste for the year. So it tells you which artists and songs you've listened to the most over the past year, and it shows you how hmm. your listening habits evolve and change throughout the day. This year's Wrapped recaps also include your listening personality, where users get sorted into one of 16 music personalities, like you're the deep diver, or you're the replayer, the adventurer, or the fan clubber. So it's kind of cool. Um, so how do you figure that out? So you just open Spotify, and it'll okay. tell you. Yeah. Okay, what, oh, your rap, your 2022 you rap is ready. Let's see here. Yep. Oh, that's why people have been tagging me that they... My podcast was on yeah, there. They yeah, liked it a lot. It tells you your pod, like the number one podcast, of course, on Spotify. Yeah, we had someone, uh, a couple, uh, one or two people in the uh, circle of trust send that to us. I don't use Spotify, though. I got to be honest. At all? Me neither. Me neither. Nope. That's I all use I Apple. use. That's all I use. Too. I only I mean, use Spotify. I use it nope. and Apple, but I've kind of converted to Spotify just because they have way more podcasts. Well, you know, yeah. now I'm converting to Spotify. I explored 37, 37 different genres. Okay. Mm. Tell me what your what your musical uh, personality <laughs> is, Beto. Uh, I... Your top genres or genres, whatever genres. you call it. Genres. Musica Mexicana is number oh, one. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this takes a while, huh? Well, they give you do like the whole video and stuff. It's oh, like, it's a hey, whole video thing? Let's oh, talk know, about you. Ah, this is way no, too no, no, long. No, no, no. You can, I mean, you could click through the stuff. It's just like Snapchat. You can just oh, tap you can on you? it and tap through. Yes. Oh, that's taking too long. Forget it. Yeah. All right. Figure it out later, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I listen to a lot of <laughs> a lot of Bad Bunny, you know? Yeah. That's the All number right. one artist on Spotify. Oh, your top year. song was better, man. Banda Recodo. Hey, Quien te one? quiera. Wow. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. that song. Oh, man. That's a good song, man. That's a good song. I'll be playing some Paisa Jams. I'll be good, man. You know what else Those it does, too? At the end... Um, they do like these artist thank yous, like shout outs. And last year, so like if one of your top artists is one of the people who have like recorded a cameo, they'll be like, thank you so much for listening to me. Um, and like a hundred artists did it last year. And this year, 40,000 artists recorded cameos. Oh, that's so cool. if you're like Bad Bunny's on your list, like at the end, he's going to give you a little shout out and be like, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. nice, cool. nice, nice, cool. nice, nice. The Banda del Recodo, eh? Banda del Recodo, I guess, yeah. You! Wow. Yeah, who would have thought, right? Fancy Mexican keeping to the roots i know i love I it i love it yeah. all right that is what you need to know brought to you by morongo casino resort and spa good times less than 90 minutes from wherever you are so let me let me explain something to you okay, okay. caleb williams love him we, First of we all, fell I, in love with him at the alamo bowl last year remember yep you you and i did the alamo bowl we did oregon oklahoma and he was in incredible in that mm -hmm. game okay as a true freshman high scoring game back and forth a lot of action yeah and he was just insane and i was just, even then we were like looking at you like bro this yeah. kid is a true freshman like this is wild because we talked about him at the hotel after the game and right. normally after a game we don't even talk sports no but it we was were, like it's usually it's just let's drink yeah exactly we were with max starks <laughs> former Steeler, and it was just how incredible this kid was right and then he ends up here mm-hmm so I'm I've been tell I've been trying to tell people, hey, this kid's legitimately incredible. Like you're gonna have a real chance to win a lot of games because of this kid. So he is, and I don't know if he's the biggest favorite ever in Heisman history, but he's got to be close. He is a minus twenty eight hundred. Stop it. Minus twenty eight hundred dollars. Okay.
to win the Heisman. It's just wow. out of control. Just to give you some context, okay, if you don't know anything about gambling, okay, you would have, for every dollar, you would have to get a, I'm sorry, here's how it works. You would get a dollar for every $28 that you bet on Caleb Williams. Yeah, not happening. So to get, to win a dollar on Caleb Williams winning the Heisman, you'd have to put up 28 up front. That's crazy, because usually Heisman, you'll have one or two guys. And then when they do the odds, you're like, oh, okay, I can see this or I can see that. I mean, he's been fantastic to watch. The way he does his marketing, his team around him, you know, it was all, it's all been calculated. There's been plenty of stories written about how when he came out of high school and then when they do the odds, you're like, oh, okay, I can see this or I can see that. I mean, he's been fantastic to watch. The way he does his marketing, his team around him, you know, it was all, it's all been calculated. There's been plenty of stories written about how when he came out of high school, why they chose Oklahoma, why they're choosing USC and the marketing deals that he has, he's taking a great advantage of the NIL. Yeah. The yeah. fact that he, you know, he, what he wears is newsworthy now. What he does is newsworthy. What he's doing, what he's marketing, what, the advertising, he and his team have done a great job of treating it like he's a professional. Absolutely. Now, they I, capitalized. I think, I, I, look, so the number two, um, by the way, on the Heisman, because now CJ Stroud lost, right? Ohio State lost, so he's no longer in the, like, the top yeah. two or three or whatever. So, but uh, he's number three at plus twenty five hundred. But the next, the guy in between them, that number two is Max Dugan, the kid from TCU, and and he, you know, like he's not going to win it, obviously. So, um, just to give you an idea, like I actually think that Caleb is now going to run away with this. All right, now and, if, if you were Max Dugan, would you go to New York? No, you go, bro. You get invited. You go to that. Okay, thing. I would All go right. to that thing, knowing yeah. you're going to lose. I don't care. You still go. All right. You're there. You are forever in that picture. Even look, look, dude, that guy's awesome. That guy, Caleb Williams, is going to be the next Patrick Mahomes. I am willing to bet any as long as he's healthy. Okay, obviously health, I can't control. But if he, if he, when he goes to the NFL, he's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes. I actually had this conversation with an NFL person, um, an analyst. I don't want to mention who they are because I don't know if they want their name out there. Yeah, don't say the names. But, we were talking about Caleb Williams, and I, I, this person is strictly an NFL person. And I said, yo, have you seen the kid at USC? And they're like, no. I'm like, uh, but I've heard. And I said, go watch. Go watch the game. So they watched the Notre Dame game, mm. and they were like, oh, yeah, everything right? you said, and then some. <laughs> because he has that factor of when he has the ball in his hand, you're thinking he's going to score, right? There is no maybe not. As long as he's there for you, you're feeling like you're in, you're in the game. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, you know, so with, with DTR think, at that game with USC UCLA, you're waiting for DTR to make a mistake. Right, right. you're kind of waiting for the shooter yeah. drop. With, with Caleb, okay. it's like, oh, he made a mistake. Wow, what happened? So I think this could arguably be one of the biggest landslides we've ever seen. Now, the biggest is actually a recent one. Uh, Joe Burrow won yeah. by like over eighteen hundred points that year. Um, I don't even remember who finished second that year. Um, then I think the se- the second longest largest one. What Joe Bur- I remember Joe Burrow uh, broke OJ Simpson's record as far as like a landslide when you, back in 1968, obviously. Um, so he was the guy that that and the runner up there. I remember uh, because I've read. I you know he was like forever. You know like the long the biggest landslide. Um, the the guy who was the runner up was a guy named Leroy Keys who was a uh, tailback at Purdue. But then like there's guys like Troy Smith, Charlie Ward, Desmond Howard. Uh, is in that conversation of landslides. I think that Caleb is going to be in that group of those kind of guys from a landslide perspective. You know, I don't know why this popped up into my head when you said about 
going there no matter what and you're going to be the picture. So my older brother Gabriel, he's like 14 years older than me. Right. He was the guy who always had Sports Illustrated, always had the sports. He's the bigger he's the reason I even got into the sports world, right? Because of his influence. And I remember him telling me 1987, George, I'm in elementary and a guy named Gordy Lockbaum out of Holy Cross is at the Heisman Trophy. And I'm like, why is this guy there? Because he was like a D1 AA. That's what reminded me of this. Where, uh, when you go back and look at the pictures of all the Heisman Trophy winners, and it's like, okay, who doesn't belong? For some reason, that name just popped up right now. 1987, Gordy Lockbaum. I, he was just in the picture. So like, yeah, you know what? I, 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 I'm going to correct myself. If you have me a chance to go to... Uh, Heisman, I'm going to show up and I'm going to be in that picture no matter what. Yeah. And I'm going to be the guy that's going to stand next to the winner. Right? right. Yeah. That, that's what I'm going to do. I need, I need to yeah. do that. I need to reevaluate myself. By I need way, to be the guy Max, next to him. If you're Max Dugan, dude, you've got TCU in the playoff right now. Yeah, you like, do. you should absolutely be there and take your flowers. Um, so, like, you have to do that. Like, you have to, you're not going to win. That's fine. But it's, to me, it's like, you got to be there. And by the way, Jalen Hurts was second to Burrow. That's what uh, it thank was. Thank you, Jonathan Watson, for okay. sending that uh, on Twitter, on the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. But, yeah, like, you got to go. Lindsay, you got to go, right? Like, I don't care. I mean, like, if you're C.J. Stroud, you're, J- you're Max Dugan, you got to go if you get invited to the yeah, Heisman I mean, ceremony. You go just for, like, the, the TV exposure. Because a lot of times, too, with these guys, like, you know, you don't get to see. Well, one thing with football players, you don't get to see their faces a whole lot. Yeah, so you got to get you get yourself out there. Like part of me is like, man, I, if I know I'm gonna lose, I don't want to go. Yeah. Right? That's just the inner me. No, because but it, now I got to think about it the bigger picture. You're I was, right. You're I was right. gonna say, especially now with this situation, like everybody knows like who's going to win. So it's just kind of like I just want to show up and get the free food and shake some hands and you know kiss some babies. All right, so get a free suit. Yeah, free trip to New York. Yeah, right. You'll probably get like it, all just, all like decked out. It's like, like the people that go to the Oscars and you know you're gonna lose because. Who cares? You know, Tom Cruise or whoever it is. You know, yeah, Mason's Que importa? Wait, I, I, I just couldn't go. If it's free, it's for me. Didn't I was going to say, yeah. here's a good point. <laughs> now with NIL deals, this is the first year where with NIL deals and something like the Heisman, imagine the swag they're going to get. Like, they're going to get so much mm-hmm. stuff just dude, for being there. Dude, we get swag just for going to bowl games better. Right. What do you think? Yeah. What kind of swag right. we're gonna, you're going to get if you go to the Heisman? Well, see, th- this is me, the commoner, right? I'm going no matter what, just for a keychain. But when I have that I'm a D1 athlete. I'm a pro, future pro. Like the internal me would be like, man, I don't want to go if I know I'm going to lose because I want to win everything. You do it for that like 30 but seconds yeah, of camera time. But yeah, you got to do it. You got to flash the smile. You know, that's why I'm never going to win an Oscar because oh, yeah, okay. that's, that's why. That's, that's exactly. Hey, why hey hold on. I decided to become an yeah. actor. Okay. Yeah. I actually reached out to Zala. Hey, I want to be an actor. I want to be the the TV reporter on the on the movies now. Like I want to be Umberto Durango, but aquí. I want to be that oh, guy now. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go over the top, Latino. <laughs> For so long, I'm trying to suppress it. Now I'm going to embrace it. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I said on Twitter the other day, and, and I didn't even check the, the responses, because you know when you're getting responses so quickly, you know it's not good? Oh, yeah. Which but I said he's the most talented. He's, he's the best college QB I've ever seen. <sighs> that you've ever seen? Yeah. And people were like, oh, Cam Newton or like mm. some Joe Burrow. I'm like, bro, first of all, he's way more athletic than Joe Burrow. Second of all, he's a way better passer than Cam Newton was Absolutely. at that stage. Like, get, maybe I'll give you like Andrew Luck because he was somewhat athletic, but he was not as athletic as Caleb. Yeah, he was Caleb, Caleb Williams starts and stops like he's a freaking point guard, dude. Like that, his... 
I thought Fowler nailed it the other day. He called him the human joystick during the Notre Dame game. That's yeah. exactly the best way to describe him. He's about what six two ish, six one, six two, somewhere around there. Caleb Williams, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't I've know never exactly, been around but him. He's a thick dude. Yeah, he's he's over two hundred. Right, he's solid. He's yeah, he's there. But the, his ability to stop and start, keep on going, I like man. He's six one two sixteen. Okay, with the pads two twenty five. That's a little... And by the way, that two sixteen was probably like you know who knows. Like he's probably he looks bigger than that. Yeah, I love him, man. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Dude, for one real. more year. Like, and here's you get him for another year, year bro. How awesome is that? If you're if you're USC, if you're Lincoln Riley, if you're a fan of this team, like you get, it, they're not going to win it this year, but next year, look out! And dude. he's only get 20. ready. He's get ready. 20. As a matter of fact, I actually I have a question relaying to USC uh, in comparison to some of the other. I I know that they're professionals, but some of the other teams in town, let's say. I I actually have an interesting question I want to ask you. We'll get to that. Keep sending us your your top hot sauce. We got a lot of tapatillo, a lot of cholula. A lot of Taco Uh, Bell. Valentina, that's whack. No, Taco Bell. People are sending Taco Bell, and I'm like, bro, you can't be sending The hot one gets you, you, bro. Nah, man. At one in the morning, it gets you. Drunk. (laughs) (laughs) It's different, bro. I want it mild. People are sending us the Taco Bell one on Twitter. I'm like, bro, come on. Taco Bell fire. No. Yeah, let's not do that. Uh, All right. That and, of course, still the leather couch for you for Mexico and their loss today. If you want to jump aboard, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We will talk more USC as well because my buddy, uh, our buddy, uh, Beto and I, Paolo Ugetti, USC grad, Annenberg grad, right? Um, L.A. kid from El Salvador. Uh, is one of the best feature writers in college football, works for ESPN, 27 years old. This dude is a star in the making. And you know it, we love to bring these young guys on who are going to be stars. We brought you Blake Harris. This dude is already a star. A star in the making is going to join us at 545 to talk college football. So stick around for that. Plus, obviously, Radio Tinder in between there. We're back in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yo, Damn. I can get down with some Daft Punk. <laughs> 2000 Sedano in Miami. Daft Punk comes on at four in the morning. Bro, you know it. Oh, man. I may have seen Daft Punk perform a few times. I don't remember. Uh, I might have been in a different state of mind, but. <laughs> <laughs> at least it looked like Daft Punk to me. Eh, it was probably somebody else. There were some times in my. You know, because I, I don't know how much of this conversation I've had on the air, but, you know, when I was young and I'm old now, 
um, at 45. But when I was young, I was like, my life there was interesting because it was like literally the dawn of when South Beach became South Beach. Oh, really? And it was so back then, like I had friends and or like like my cousin's friends, my older cousin's friends who would like work at these nightclubs. And you're in your 20s. And, and I'm like, not even, dude. I'm like 18. Oh. And they're like, I look like I look like I'm like a, I look young at 45. I don't I, I mean, I don't look <laughs> 45. I don't think um, I may feel 45 some days, but I definitely I don't know if I look 45, but. No, Imagine I think what look, I looked like at 18. You look like late 30s, I would say. Yeah, so you mean you look like you were 12. Oh, I definitely that, looked like I was 12 when I was 18. That had to be I, rough growing up, huh? There's no question about that. I looked like, I was always, I looked like one of the young people. Were you like, like the youngest buck 30 one. also? Oh, for sure. <laughs> so I was getting into these places just like, because, hey, he's with, hey, who's that? Oh, no, he's with so-and-so. Oh, okay. That's Chico's like, cousin. Not because of anything, not because I was cool or anything like that, just because like my cousins were cool. Yeah, you, know you know knew I mean? somebody. You got a guy. Right. And so, and then like that kind of became part of my lifestyle for a long time. Like, and and even like. So until, you would go work uh, uh, like a um, heat game, be done by 11 and go to South Beach? And then I'd go to dinner at 11 o'clock at night and then go out to a nightclub and then go out to an after hours. Yeah, see, that's what Miami. See, I'm LA only, so I only know 1.30. Right, you, you only know 1.30 last call. You better hurry up and get out. No, but you'd have parties at other people's houses and stuff. Nah. I remember like getting ready, like just to go out in general, like starting to get ready. You don't even start to get ready until like 10 o'clock being a girl. Oh, absolutely. Like all your friends get together and you're like, oh, let's go get ready together. And you're all curling your hair and stuff. You don't even leave the house until like 11, 11.30. That's you, true. Uh, you don't show up till midnight. Yeah. Now you, I'm in bed by then. By nine. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm in bed by like ten thirty most nights. I fell asleep like, last night as soon as we got home from I got home from the show. We had a normal show yesterday. So it was like seven thirty, seven forty five. I fell right to sleep. So really? washed. Yeah. I'm so mm. washed right now. Yeah, oh no, right. you are washed. Man, you complain a lot about being washed. But it's not because you're <laughs> not you're, you're not making it up. You, you are washed. Your ass off though. I am. Like, I mean, you you are allowed to like Take your go to bed early, whatever, because you're always traveling, and that messes with like your Absolutely. head and your sleep yeah. schedule and your That's energy. True. Like, yeah, I but feel... when George says, "Man, I'm old, I'm washed," I look at him I'm like, "Yeah, you are, man. You don't <laughs> yeah. look at it physically, but he really is because he gets up slow sometimes. You know, as his valet on the road. You know, I have to. <laughs> I, I see it. I'm like, oh, let me get him his foam pillow. I got to make sure all that other stuff. You know? It's crazy because so when I moved down here. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be out, and I'm going to be doing this, and I'm going to be doing that. And Lindsay, you're right. By 9, 10, I'm like, I don't want to be in bed. You're in, wanna... you're in your 20s? I'm 34. Oh, you're in your 30s? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a little too young to be washed. No, no. I feel like you get to like 30, and all of a sudden it hits you no, like a No, 35 changes everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 34, yeah. so I'm close, you know? I give you the exact story. 44 hit me. 35 is when everything changed for me. Okay. I'll give you the one story and then we can get into the question I was going to ask you about USC and the rest of the sports landscape here in Southern California. But I feel like if you're listening out there, maybe you can relate. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're like Beto and can still go hard in your 40s. No. But at 35, I'll never forget my 35th birthday. Okay. We, um, we used to live down in downtown Miami. Um, and um, better has been to that area. With, oh, okay. With. Yeah, yeah. So we walked to a restaurant for my 35th birthday, and all my friends were there and whatever. And the owner, um, because we went to the restaurant a ton and knew it was my birthday, like was like, oh, he's handing me like scotches, just like they would go. No, I'm, I'm, he and this is what happened. We started off with bottles of wine. This is how it was, right? Start off drinking bottles of wine. We're drinking wine. Probably had like two or three glasses of wine, you know, with 
appetizers and before dinner and dinner's coming. And then as dinner's there and I'm eating, the owner's like, hey, try this scotch. And I'm like, all right, whatever, bro. Okay, cool. Thank you. So I'm drinking this guy. He says, oh, now try this one. So now I'm like, I'm like three or four glasses of wine in and at least two scotches deep. That's not point. good. And I was like, okay, okay. And I'm trying to eat, but you know, it's, it's like, it's like a birthday shindig. So you're like talking to people, but you're kind of eating and you're not really eating. And I'm like trying to eat. I'm like, bro, I should eat because it's going to be really bad if I don't eat. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I think there might've been a third scotch in there somewhere. And then we might've we, been on your birthday. There was, there was a fourth. And then we wait, there was a fourth, but I, it was at another place. We went to after the restaurant, we walked over to a bar down the street, right? Just like a bar, like just to hang out. And like, you know, there was like a live band or whatever. So we're there. It's my 35th birthday. This is 10 years ago. And we go there and I order a scotch and I take one sip and I'm like, oh, no, I can't keep drinking this. So I remember like going outside and being like, I went to the bar outside, like away from everybody. Cause I'm like, cause I know what's happening is everyone's wants to buy me a drink. It's my birthday, right? It's very natural. People oh, on your we, birthday. We try to get you drink. hammered. Right. Let's see him and throw up. Pretty much. So I was like, okay. So I went outside and I'm like, I need to buy a, a bottle of water. So I went to the bar outside and I went and bought a bottle of water and I'm drinking. And then I tried to drink the scotch again. Nope. Still not happening. And I'm like, I'm too bleeped up at this moment. So whatever, we make it through the night. I walk back home and I was told, if you looked at me, I mean, I looked this like I was. such bleepery. I looked like I was definitely like, not like hammered. Like I, I was composed. You were loaded. You were Like a, an adult. But in my head, I'm like, this is not good. Um, thank God we're all in walking distance from my apartment. Shirt right? unbuttoned. Right, right. Untucked. It's getting hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's definitely like one more button, button unbuttoned. And then I get to the, my wife, my wife's like, whatever, we're talking in the, you know, in the, in the, in the elevator going up. Like she thinks everything is fine. And I go up to our apartment and I went into the guest bathroom and she says that, and I remember this, I literally was like, all right, it's going to be time to throw up. And I just stood there over the bathroom, over the toilet and like projectiled basically at that point. And she says, I thought I, I'd never seen anything like that in my life. And I didn't get anything else dirty. Uh, on top, not my clothes, not the tile, not anything. But the and but the story's not over yet. Oh, but wait, there's more. The hangover. Oh. The hangover lasted. Not just the next day. I'm not joking that I was not right for 36 hours. I okay? believe it. All that scotch, man. A day scotch, and all scotch, that wine. Scotch, scotch, a day scotch, and a scotch. half. And that's when I said, today is the day I will plant the flag. I'm officially washed. You washed. I you gave I in. can't drink the way I used to drink. 35. Wow. 35 is the number. You're mm. you, See, and by the Miami way, Miami 35 is an old 35. It's, true. <laughs> it's, it's like, different. Because is you that have why those I get extra out of the hours. car slow? Is yeah, that why you're saying I get out of the car slow? You just said you had the extra hours and the South Beach and everything else. It's like LeBron playing in the playoffs, too. Yeah, right? that's, like you add those miles. Or like when Michael says, when any team goes to Miami, they're going to lose. Okay, yeah. they do it for one night. You did it every night. And Maybe you were, not every night, but a lot of nights. Wait, f- at least four nights a week. And you were definitely when I was young. And you and were then, George Sedano. So people knew. No, that. no, that was bull crap. Nobody knows who you are. Like when you're on like South Beach, that doesn't mean anything. That's like going to Hollywood. No, I'm talking like, about the people when you walked in, they knew they're like, oh, that's George from Fox Sports Radio. That's George from TV. That's George from here. Nah, not really. You weren't famous. They were. I was more like, hey, that's so-and-so's cousin. Remember his cousin? He was like a promoter, oh. or like a nightclub. It was more of that. Oh, it's like, oh, oh yeah, you're he saying, works I'm over here thinking too. you're yeah, famous yeah, yeah. in Miami. There was yeah, no yeah. billboards of you. No, bro. 
Um, man, so, the hero really getting knocked down today, man. I thought he had so, billboards in Miami. There might have been a billboard. There might have been. There might have been a on billboard. the side of a bus at least. I don't know where they were. Was it at a Versailles? Yeah, no, not there. <laughs> so anyway, but my thing is this, and you know what else happened to me at thirty-five? That's when I started to not feel the same when I would play like sports anymore. Like if I would go play basketball, You're an old man, bro. Bro, I'm just telling you, at 35, I could no longer... Like, there were things... You peaked that, too like, soon. No, no, no. What I'm, yeah. can, at 35, I used to play full-court basketball every Tuesday night from 9 o'clock at night till midnight in this one high school gym, okay? For years, we did that, okay? And at 35, it started like, man, my knees hurt a little bit. My ankle hurts a little more. I can't... I twist my ankle. It hurts for a lot longer. I'm telling you, 35, for me at least, yeah. that was the number that changed everything. You beat yourself up pretty good in your twenties, man. That's what it is. Okay. There's some Maybe. people. There's some people at 35. They're just getting fresh. I need. I didn't get load management. No, you did it. You know why? Because you cared about the South Beach community. You gave <laughs> I all 82 to go every night. You yes. did <laughs> hard every. I was like Kobe. It didn't matter. I, you know what? Tear my Achilles. I'm shooting those free throws. Yeah, that was my Achilles. I'm ordering that 1942. I'm good right? to go. <laughs> exactly. That's how I was. It does. It just hits you overnight too. Like it I, happens I, quick. I was in Tijuana last week working MMA, right? And but I, look, like here, here it is. The vice president of the handsome man community, Los Man661 on Twitter in the community right now, says, no joke, I used to go hard all the time till I had kids. Man, that's when I stepped it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you got to go hard, bro. When you have the soccer easy up in the back and... You know, uh, half of a Gatorade and a granola oh, bar. He, look at this. Johnny, <laughs> you think I was bad at 35. Johnny says, I had my son last year at 29. I was beat from the newborn stage to him being six months. That is the worst stage. Like, yep. they, like that. that. Uh, you know what throws me off? when? And by the way, he says, fast forward to this year being 30. I'm in bed by nine, he exactly. says. Exactly. <laughs> well, now he's a kid. What throws me off is the guys who had kids in their 20s and then all of a sudden, they're on their second or third marriage in their 40s, and they have another one. Like, dude, no. you had freedom. My wife, so you, we what's wrong with you? We had Mateo at 29. At, when I was 41, he was born. Oof. And and she What's said, wrong and like, with you? <laughs> and we talked about it. Like, should we have one more? And my immediate response was like, nope. And she was like, and she was like yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, nah, I'm good. I'm good, too. Two is good. We're fine. So. Oh, Mateo wants a little brother. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Mattel wants to eat like the way he is. He better not get one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, washed right, up Beto, radio. I, I'm going to ask you one question before yeah. we, and you can answer it after Radio Tinder. Because we're going to do that next. And then our guy Paolo Ugetti is going to join us to talk USC. We talked about whose future Lakers or Clippers for three years. I give you five years. Okay. Is there a sports, and you can answer this on the other side, is there a sports team in L.A. you would take in the next five years over USC football? Answer it on the other side. Because I, I want you to think about it. We'll do that. Audience can tweet us as well, at Sedano, at Duran Sports, at Lindsay Baseball, at Unique for Laura. Radio Tinder's next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks, Christopher. And yeah, you know, we're flying high in the pixie dust over here. We yeah, are. what's going on over there? <laughs> Long story short, something about like a four o'clock and, and whether or not he said four o'clock in one of the rejoins. And I said, yes, because I'm editing something. And now he's like, no, I didn't. It's just, He got you know. a little butthurt because White Orbit was having issues and I told him and we didn't play a rejoin because, you know, we went generic. And then I was like, bro, it didn't do it right. So I got to edit it down. And he was like, no. And we messed up. He was right. But you know what? We got a lot of issues over here, so you know. They're not even paying attention to us, George. So just, <laughs> and I'm not. I, I, every time I look back, we're there, flying high on pixie dust. Woo! <sighs> so just me and you, Jorge. I. I take it away, Lindsay. <laughs> Thanks, Sedano. Thanks, Beto. Super excited to be doing Radio Tinder today. Oh no! Say my real name. Say my Super real name. Excited. Umberto. Hold on. No, no. Lindsay learned how to say it today. Oh, nice. Now, now you got me all nervous. I'll say it at the end. Okay? All, right, all right, practice. Yeah, I'll just, I'll do it as, out of nowhere. All right, so Warriors GM Bob Myers was recently a guest on the All the Smoke podcast, which I just want to jump in and say, that's a great podcast. They do a it great is. job yep. and they get all the guests and like props to those guys because that's like the best former athlete podcast because now everyone has them, but they're awesome. Yep. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Warriors GM Bob Myers was on All the Smoke, and, you know, it's hosted by Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. So they asked him about all kinds of things, and he got very candid. But the biggest takeaway for Lakers fans has to be his comments about the use of Kobe Bryant's phrase, Mamba mentality, which Mm -hmm. so many current NBA players claim to have. When people use the Mamba mentality... You guys, don't do that. You're not, like, don't don't say that. Like, don't even say that. Like, don't, nobody should be allowed to say that. Like, don't throw, that's not a throwaway line. Like, this guy was like, that's done with him. I'm sorry, but that went with him. Yes. Like, and you can, you can say, come up with something else, in my opinion. Like, leave that one. Like, that's Mm -hmm. not. Whatever music, like that's a, like Prince, like, like a, it's over. Maybe like a gardener. I like that, Bob. Like I like a, that. Like a gardener snake uh, mentality. <laughs> yeah, but, but like. <laughs> so anyway, you get Such the point a good there. Podcast. Do you guys agree with Bob Myers? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Uh, I'm kind of with him. Like, I, I, listen, I get that his fans will want to use it, but I think, uh, was he referring to just players who use that? Like, other Yeah, players yeah, I, th- I think so. It was like specifically other like athletes. Yeah, I'm with him. That is Kobe's thing, dude. Like, you you can't have that. Like, you can maybe pay homage to it occasionally, but I'm with him. Like, too many people are are trying to use that now as their thing. Nah, bro, it's different. He was built different. Everybody knows that. Anybody who played against him knows that. 
Um, ain't there's not a lot of dudes that are built like him. There may be some dudes that have similarities, but n- like mentally, there's very few built like him. I right there agree with you. Don't do it. And I'm calling out my boy Steve, who goes to the gym every day at five o'clock. Wait, Mamba Steve, mentality. Who's Steve? Huh? Steve is doing it at the gym at LA Fitness. Yes, he, this dude. Uh, Monday leg day, Mamba mentality, getting after it. Does he post? No, it on and he's posting that. And he posts like oh, hashtag no. Mamba mentality. No, no. Oh, it's no. a lot of people. Oh, there's a lot that. of people that do no. that. No, dude, you you're going to the gym, and then no. afterwards you're going to go. Sergio, he right, does it too. Sergio, Sergio too. Yeah, a lot of people. Steve ain't Sergio. That Spectrum Sports just saying. Exactly. Okay, Mamba mentality. I'm editing highlights. Get out of here with that, right? You're editing Kobe highlights. My bad, Sadie. I just Mor- hey, Morales is going to do Mamba mentality for the rejoins, yo. Lit, I showed up today. Woo. Mamba mentality. I took a train in an Uber. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. everything is Mamba mentality. But that's okay? what it's become. It's become watered yeah. down for people yeah. saying, oh, like, back to my boy Steve. Dude. Nobody's telling you to compete in this CrossFit competition. Like, that's not Mamba mentality. You're paying to do this. Okay. All right? And he's listening, too, by the way. So I'm really... Oh, worried. Steve. Wait, Steve getting cold out. Steve is so mad right now. Oh, absolutely. Because, he's the, because he's the guy that works out but doesn't get better body what damn my attitude right now towards him mamba mentality i'm taking i'm taking him down you're taking him out because yeah. this dude goes and gets loaded and he's drinking wine like oh, fancy man. wine too he's, he's a little bougie fancy oh, wine i like him I but like it sounds like this is a personal <laughs> 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 no, no, this is why i didn't tell you in the, in the office Lindsay, you told me this. you're getting personal because mamba mentality means all the time Yes. Kobe was on vacation, still working out, still mm-hmm. doing this. That's still literally like I had to cut this down. That's literally what he was talking about. Yeah, Matt Barnes is like, man, I'll be at day. the gym for like four hours working out, and then he'll be like, come on, let's go run around the track. And then he's like, no, man, my arms are gonna fall off. Exactly, that's that mentality. And so it's not, uh, you know, Kobe actually said this one time during his rehab when he came back from uh, the, the the torn Achilles. Achilles. He's like, I couldn't have cookies because that was making inflation and. In, Inflammation in his body, right? Right. So my boy Steve, with his fancy ass, <laughs> Camus, just because you're drinking Camus on a Sunday night, oh, the good things in life. And then on Monday, you know, mama mentality. Got oh, wow, Damn. bro. Oh, yeah, you're putting his business all out there. You want his last name too? No. No, no don't do that to that man. That's all right. He has no. a Tesla. Damn, Steve. <laughs> Bro, I they hope just he put you out on Front Street like that. I hope he's Ooh, listening too. Poor Steve. That dude, you just shamed him from not like Seriously. posting hashtag Mamba mentality. Well, his, anymore. He, no, he's so oblivious. He'll think uh, it's funny. No, you know what? I think everybody in the community will start doing just because just to annoy you, they will t- they will tweet you and just be hashtag Mamba. Oh, mentality. go for it. Go for it. If you, ha- yeah. but if Mamba mentality isn't because you're getting up to go to work, bro. Like you're supposed to do that. Yeah. So, so wait, quick question though. Yeah. yeah. In regards to the former players, you guys know like Kyrie was like a somewhat of a disciple of Kobe's. He uses Mamba mentality and he even named one of his pairs of shoes after him, which was like a homage, like, you know, yeah. but and it was before he passed away. And obviously he got Kobe's permission to do that. So how do you feel about Kyrie using it? Uh, you know, I mean, he got Kobe's player. permission when he was yeah. alive. Okay, sure, but I mean, he doesn't ke- have to keep using it. Is my point? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, it's, 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 that ain't yours, bro. And if you're a pro athlete, you're one of the elites in the world. You're one of the one percent. Get your of the own world, thing. You can you can figure out exactly. You have a marketing team behind you. Yeah, like, yeah. like Matt Barnes uh, said, gardening snake mentality. Yeah, but if you're playing Sedano on a Tuesday night in that church league in Miami, <laughs> it's not Mamba mentality. Yeah, definitely not. Or if you're doing le- just you're doing leg day, bro. It ain't Mamba mentality either. Sorry, Steve. All right, what's next, Lindsay? 
All right, so if you're one of the few people on this planet who doesn't believe that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the ultimate nice guy, well, this story proves it. Over the weekend, The Rock shared a video on Instagram documenting a visit to a 7-Eleven in Hawaii where he grew up. He bought out the store's entire supply of Snickers bars, and he left them for any hungry customers to take for free. But it wasn't just a nice gesture. He did it as an act of redemption because he said back when he was a teenager, he used to go to that very 7-Eleven every day, and steal himself a king-size Snickers on his way to the gym because he couldn't afford to buy one. He was like, man, I was broke as hell. And he said that the same clerk was there every day and always turned her head and never busted him. So is there anything that you guys did in your teenage days that you need to atone for? Swipe oh, left man. or swipe right? Umberto. <sighs> ah. So Umberto was a punk as a teenager, right? And I've actually made amends with some people that I knew. And I was like, look, I was just a cocky, full of myself, 150-pound guy in Carson, right? Wait, so, and you're not, you're not still? No, now I'm, I, two, I, now I'm 225. Yeah, Laura just said in my ear. Yeah. She just said, was? Now I'm 225. <laughs> okay, okay, I got you. <laughs> Steve. But now I have a reason to be. Back then, there was no reason. Well, I'm a bench warmer on the baseball team acting like I'm somebody. Like, you know, hey, what am I doing here? Uh, but, you know, it, then you, 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 you hump, get humbled and you figure things out. So, to everybody that I was a punk to in high school, whatever. Oh, that's such a nice apology. <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, it, it's just, I mean, I'm also one of the guys that if I like you, I'm your guy and I'm going to go above and beyond for you. But if I don't like you, you're going to know that I don't like you. You ain't fake. No, not yeah, at all. You so, don't gotta be fake you know, my, my sister Gloria had to defend me a lot to people like, no, he's actually nice. But to my other sister, Annette, who I'd argue with all the time, she's like, no, he's a punk. Wait, so, were you a bully? Were you no, a bully? no, 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 okay. no, no, no. I was going to say, I do not like bullies. No, no, that's the last thing. Yeah, Lindsay punched the bully out, bro. No, yeah. no, last thing I was a bully. Hungarian heat. But if, you know, you know, in high school when people are looking for attention, and I'll tell them, like, dude, you're looking for attention. Like, I mean, you kind of still do that to people now, actually. Well, yeah, well, then don't be fake. That's, that's another thing. Yeah, don't be I was fake. gonna say. Plus the way yeah. the way we grew up, where we grew up, you could fake. You can't fake the funk with some people, man. Yeah, you smell it. But yeah, so I was a total conceited jerk in high school, and I'm sorry for it. <laughs> I love it. By the way, I, speaking but of I own beat, it. beating people up in high school, I never beat up anybody. I've only okay. been in one fight, and that was at uh, in Did Hermosa. No, I, we got kicked out of Patrick Malloy's, and it wasn't even our fault. Not mm. never your fault. But I just want to say I found out like an hour ago my sister texted me this. My nephew is number one in sparring in the entire state of Ohio. Wow. How cool is that very, for his very. age group? But anyway, yes. last one really quick here. So this is a big deal or no deal since we don't have time for it today. People are starting to wonder if the Broncos locker room is divided over Russell Wilson's struggles. More so <laughs> after a report suffered to surface today about the star quarterback's birthday party. Apparently, Ciara who is his famous wife, threw him a birthday party for his 34th birthday last night. And not even half the team showed up. I told you this though. What I, you know, I did is I did the game. We were in Denver, yeah, in like week two, right? We went up there. He was getting booed. We heard we you and I talked to somebody (laughs) who covers the team and told us that he's just like you know he's got his own thing going on in week two. Well, well, they didn't say in this report like which members of the Broncos were there, but like now a lot of people are like. What the hell? By the like, way, the Seahawks players didn't like him all that much yeah, either. They right. still you know? take shots at him. But again, if it's somebody on your team and it's your teammate and you want to be like for the team, you go to a freaking birthday Not party if you don't to like show him. your support. Not if you don't like him. Okay, I so can't do that. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask if it's a big deal or no yeah. deal. So you guys obviously think I don't even go to the deal, ESPN right? parties. Me you neither. Not, hmm, depends on who's there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not if Steve is there. <laughs> no Mason? Steve. Nah. No, no, no. No, I'm talking about Steve, your friend who you were dissing Anytime fitness. Oh, anytime. 
Hashtag mama mentality. No, but I no. I, when I used to work, for, I used to work in City of Carson, partial wreck. Right, it was a lot of people I didn't like because they're just full of themselves, and I wasn't one of them. They made me seem humble, and we'd have events, and I'm like, I'm not gonna go there because if I don't, we have to work together. But if I don't like them. Why am I going to go hang out with people on my own time? Yeah, I agree. And be around as you get older. And then if I'm drinking, I'm going to say something. I got no no time for that. I'm too old for that crap. And football season, your body's beat up, man. There's no need to go to a party. All right, that is Radio Tinder each and every day at 530 adjacent. Um, It's brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Pero before we get to our buddy Palo Getty uh, from uh, a USC kid, 27 years old, rock star, feature writer for ESPN. Uh, He does features on college football. He'll be on Around the Horn pretty soon. He's going to be a TV star. He's a stud. He's going to be a star, this kid. Uh, But before that, I asked you a question, and I want you to answer it right now before Paolo comes on because we got to go to break right now. Is there a team, and there may not be, but is there a team in the next five years here in Southern California, regardless of the sport, Okay, professional college that you would take with a brighter future than the USC football team. If you can guarantee me Lincoln Riley stays? Yes. No. Uh, Because USC, when it's rocking, I was there for the Matt Liner, Reggie Bush days, and Pete Carroll when Snoop is on the sideline, and they're rock stars. You saw some of that on Saturday against Notre Dame, the way the Coliseum was lit, the way the Coliseum was packed, everything was going on. The Dodgers, trying to figure some things out. Angels, don't even worry. You don't even know who their owner is. Um, Lakers. No, you don't they, even have. They've their, got the brightest future yeah. right now in the next five years, and everybody no wants to come here now. Yeah, you have kids from all over the country. Like, oh, SC's doing this. SC's nil. I can do this. Lincoln Riley guarantee me he stays there. Why not? Yeah, huge. I, I'm with you wholeheartedly for sure. Get him back on the station. Yeah. Hey, what? I don't know. All right, Paolo Getty, our buddy who covers college football and USC grad, has written a ton about USC recently. He'll join us next. That is true. That is kind of deep in the archive, and it is an excellent song. Thank you, Christopher. And, of course, Lakers pregame coming up with Alan Sliwa here in just a few minutes, so stick around for that. We got like 10 minutes to go here. Our pal, Beto Duran, has been in for Cappy today. You've been fantastic, as always. (laughs) And now it's time to bring on the star of the show, as I told you. This young man, to me, I think he's got one of the brightest futures of anyone that I've gotten to know here at ESPN. This kid is a stud. Paolo Ugetti, L.A. kid, USC grad, writing big-time college features for us here at ESPN. So Beto and I wanted to bring him on to talk some college football. But before we get to all that, Beto basically just called out one of his boys because (laughs) he goes on Instagram and posts like when he goes to the gym and he's like, Oh, it's leg day. Hashtag Mamba mentality. So the question is, does Mamba mentality get watered down when people use it for hashtag leg day? Paolo. Are you asking me that? Yes. I, yeah, uh, you. Yeah, well, not, who else would I be asking? I mean, 100%. Like, I feel like that's got to be reserved for only very special things, you know? Yeah, I, I think people just, they're hashtagging too much, you know? Also, like, we don't need to know that you're going to like that like, that's what you just said like we we don't need that information what about just filed a great story to espn mama mentality <laughs> <laughs> no i feel like the only person who can do that is like right thompson who files like four stories you know he has his, his four or five big features a year i feel like that's yeah. that's reserved for somebody like that you know, I'm, I'm writing way too often to be pulling that off good, yeah good. well we were we were talking about because we played a clip earlier from uh uh all the Smoke podcasts with Matt Barnes, our pal, and Steven Jackson, our buddy. 
and they had Bob Myers on, and Bob was the one that said, like, yo, enough. Nobody else can use Mamba mentality anymore. That's it. Like, that's his thing. Enough. It's watered down. Yeah, I agree with Bob. I think I'm in good company here. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let me ask you this before we get to college football. What is your hot sauce of choice? Oh, he's My Salvadorian, though. He's Salvadorian. He's going to have yeah. a little different flavor. I know, flavor. but he's lived in L.A. all his life, bro. Yeah, but he's going to have different flavor. He's right. not going to like it spicy. Yeah, no, I mean, Beto's half right here. Like, to be honest with you, like, we're not, we're not the, we're not the spicy kind, you know? Oh, like, I know. Not, that's not really our MO. Me neither. Um, I mean, cu- Cubans are like garlic and onions, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that, so exactly, I get it. Exactly. Garlic and onions. But, you know, I will say, like, I mean, I've kind of, so my wife is half Mexican and she's a big hot sauce person. And so, like, I've kind of warmed up to it a little bit. I mean, I like, gosh. There's this green one that I really like. I'm blanking on the name. But honestly, sometimes just a little tapatio is fine. Like, I can handle that now. Where before, that, you know, maybe a little questionable. But just the classic, you know. I used to like Cholula, too. That's a good one. Between those two, I think I'm set. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's talk college football. I tweeted out, and uh, I didn't even want to look at the responses because they were coming in so fast. So I'm assuming <laughs> there was a lot of slander coming my way. But I tweeted out that I think Caleb Williams is, and I'm 45 years old. I'm not some young kid. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen a lot of college football yeah, yeah. in my day. I said he's the greatest college quarterback I've ever seen. Like, his skill set to me is unlike anything I've seen. To me, he's Patrick Mahomes 2.0. You've been around this program. You've seen this kid up close a bunch this season. Where are you on Caleb Williams? Yeah, honestly, right now, it feels like no comparison is too crazy for him, right? And obviously, Mahomes is the craziest. But, like, he leans into that. Like, he's talked about, he's watched Patrick Mahomes play. You know, I think there was a play that Mahomes had earlier this year where he, I think it was against the Bucks. he spun around uh, near the end zone and found the receiver in, in the back of the end zone. And, and, and somebody asked Kalo about it at practice, and he said, yeah, like I was watching that, but I thought, you know, I could do that, right? And it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to disagree with him at this point. He's had his share of sidearm throws, his share of just wow plays. So it, it, it's not, it's almost, feels sacrilegious, right, to compare him to, to somebody like Mahomes or to even say, like, there's, there hasn't been a better college quarterback, but the way he's playing right now is so unique and so unstoppable that I don't think any comparison is maybe too, too lofty for him right now. Yeah, and Paulo, you know, college kids now, they get the media training, right? They know how to use their cliches, especially at USC. They do a great job over there of making sure their athletes know how to handle the media. Yeah, hashtag uh, uh, shout out to Tim Tessalone, who I know is retired now, and of course, Katie Ryan, who's there still. Yeah, do a great job, and the kids are there. But you know this, sometimes the kids come off too polished. How is Caleb when he talks with you guys? He's kind of been a fascinating one to to interview, to watch, to to see him in, in these scrums, because... He is very clearly like media trained, right? And that that's not just from from USC, but that's just from from Hannah how he's grown up and the way he's kind of prepared for for a moment like this. Um, so he's very nonchalant, which is so funny to me because like he he expresses his swagger, if you will, in so many different ways, right? His outfits, his nails, the way that he plays, even right. But when he when when he stands in front of us in a scrum, he just tries to downplay almost everything, right? And maybe that's a strategy, right? But he, he's polished without being, I don't know what to say, like uh, like without being too Russell Wilson? aggressive about it, right? Yeah, I guess so, <laughs> right? It's like, it, it's just, he's very like, you know, like, yeah, we're just, this is, you know, this is what I did. And like, yeah, like I've grown up doing this and that. And, and then there's not a lot of, I guess, like fan for tour, which is probably like purposeful, right? Like he's, he knows what he what he should say, what he shouldn't say, and all of that. But, it, yeah, he's kind of an interesting one because he doesn't, like, 
kind of like leaning into the praise, if you will. But then I feel like it's, it's kind of been unavoidable in the last weeks, right? I mean, you saw him pull up the Heisman move after the touchdowns on Saturday. So I think he's, he's really having to come around to it, but he knows that he doesn't have to do much because everybody else will kind of gawk and be amazed at what he does for him. So when you look at this squad, like, look, they have their obvious deficiencies. Like, defensively, they're very opportunistic, but, you know, they give up a ton of yards. Um, like, I, I think that just getting to this point, like, if they get into the college football playoff, to me, that far exceeds what I expected for them this season. Like, I thought, hey, if you just win the Pac-12 or even get to a Pac-12 championship in year one, like, I'm good with that considering where the program had been most recently. But, like, I think this is the team. Like, if I was buying stock in a team – um, over the next five years in Southern California, regardless of whether it's collegiate or pro, it would be this squad. And the fact that they have this kid coming back for another year, I- I'm willing to put, like, I'm willing to bet right now that they will be a favorite to win the championship next year. Where are you on them moving forward, though, beyond this season? Yeah, well, to your point, like, that was the expectation. The expect- expectation was that this was going to be a transition year where Lincoln and his staff were going to get, you know, we're going to settle into you know, the, the new program, the new culture, players were going to, you know, players were going to go who had been here for a while and he was going to bring in his new guys. And next season with Caleb returning was going to be the season with all the hype and all the excitement about, you know, hey, this team might make the playoff. The fact that they're here, you know, one went away from doing that in year one is crazy, right? And I think part of that obviously is just talent, right? They just added a ton of talent and they just kind of hope, you know, hey, we just add talent. We'll figure out the rest, right? And and so far that's worked. And, and you're right. I, I think their future, because of that, because of the the excitement and the energy that they're already generating from year one and that quick turnaround, like that's just going to make every other Southern California kid want to go to USC, right? I mean, you obviously saw guys have, have flipped over already USC and there's so much mo- recruiting momentum behind this, right? And I think it's it's hard to argue that, you know, I think somebody had, I think somebody in the LA Times wrote about this after the UCLA game, which is like, uh, I think it was Dylan Hernandez, actually. He's like, UCLA had their five-year window where USC was bad. Now USC's not going to be bad anymore, right? And, and, and UCLA kind of missed their window. And so I think that's kind of the feeling because it can only go up from here, right? Like, yeah, sure, there might be some regression because this year has been so, everything has gone so right. Like, even the turnovers, right? Like, defense having 25 takeaways leading in the nation, that's not always going to happen. But the fact that they've just been able to ride the talent and turn that into wins has been, you know, pretty remarkable to watch. Paolo Getty is one of the best feature reporters in the country. He works for us at ESPN College Football, USC kid, LA kid. Uh, brother, I'm buying stock in you, uh, as I said before the show or before you came on, and I will say that to your, to your ear because it's not your face at the moment. But thank you for joining us. Let's do this again soon. Please, let's do it. Yeah, thanks guys for having me. Shout out to Beto. Mamba mentality. There it is. Hashtag. <laughs> See you, bro. All right, there he is. Paolo Getty. Follow him on Twitter and on his social channels. All right. Before we go, Beto, and great job today. Great job, Lindsay. Great job, Laura, as well. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.